Wild women don't 
think I'm a rich man I'm just a poor boy Miss Fancy
Black Plastic Mutiny Radio FM.
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. God, how many? That's ten letters, right? It stands for let's 
watch. A. Full length is one word because there's a hyphen. Movie on YouTube. Seven words, right? But Welcome. Y and T are initialized, right? Right, but that stands for YouTube. We're, our show is called L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Night Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hey, Mike. I'm glad to be here today, and I'm also proud to resent <laughs> our guest, Adam <laughs> Spiegelman, okay. your brother. Yeah. So I'm really excited. This show is based on my brother's show. Adam has been doing a podcast interviewing the greats. I was just... It's a cult movie podcast. There's interviews and there's reviews. And the interviews, you go to proudlyresents.com and you look up the guy from summer school, okay? You look up the guy from ski, whatever. Dean, what's his name at? Cameron? From yeah, that was a great interview. He talked about everything. The guy, uh, uh, Dean Cameron or something. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I know yeah. he was in, uh, him and his brother were aliens on a TV show in the 80s. The, uh, called, um, I love that show. The yeah. came to Earth, or I don't know, something like that. But, but anyway, great... he was very, he was very open about uh, losing his career in Hollywood. It's very interesting, <laughs> very funny. It's very funny, and the guy has a good box out. So check out Adam's site for some great interviews. Lloyd Kaufman from uh, Troma has been interviewed. Uh, all the greats, and all the great, greats. all the greats. Not so greats. There's a lot of people. I'm in it too. Uh, and Adam is graciously here with us. He has picked our movie that we're going to watch a full length movie on YouTube. We want you to go to YouTube. Watch the movie with us and listen to our podcast at the same time. Yes, we are a podcast. We are all over. We're known to be airing, uh, streaming first on Muni Radio every Sunday at 2 p.m. We're known for our podcast by our initials, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And, of course, we have a YouTube channel where Carl has already synced up the movie and the episode. And you can find that at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, what is the movie we're watching? Today we are going to watch... Come and get it, 1936. But that's not what you put in the YouTube search engine, and this is a first. You're going to put in Francis Farmer movie, okay? Francis, you know, F-A-R-N-C-I-S, Francis Farmer movie. The channel we like is Jogador Profissa of all craziness. Now, if you put in Come and Get It, 1936 in the YouTube search It does show up. Maybe. I don't know if it does. You've got it. Yeah, but it's like the third choice, and like Carl says, it's not titled "Come and Get It" nineteen thirty six five. It's titled Francis, uh, Francis, Francis Farmer. Farmer movie, which is accurate, although other people are in it. But and it's J O G A D O R Professor is what we like. Jogador Professor. Okay, so um, we want you to go ahead, go to YouTube, type in Francis Farmer movie, or come and get it. And find the one by that username, which I'm not going to repeat because I don't have it in front of me. It's Jogador Profissa. Jogador Profissa. All right, so <laughs> find that link. A-D-O-R. Enter the link, click the link, hit pause immediately, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. When our special guest, Adam, says go, you Wait. will go. Uh, We're not doing a celebrity comedian countdown? Well, we have a celebrity comedian. Rose, we need you to do a countdown for us. Can you count okay. three? Two, one, go. And when you say go, 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 go. All right, well, warm up. Okay, go ahead, Rose. Uh, give us a countdown. Three, two, one, go. Fair enough. Roar. Roar. Immediately, we're roared at by a lion. 
You know, there's some movies where the, you don't hear the lion. Yeah. 36. Yeah, like for, for a few years, they just had a silent war going in the intro of MGM movies. Lame. Edit. So Howard Productions presents Edith Barber's Come and Get It, uh, talked over by Adam, Carl, and Mike. Just want to get <laughs> all the preferences out of the way. This was a book in 1935 called, um, uh, called Come and Get It. And it was supposed to be a book all about how, like, America, the robber barons raped it, chopping down all the trees and messing up the, the waterways. And, but this film got changed by Howard Hawks, who's the director, right. into more about the love story and the, 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 the love triangle and the romance. It was more, it wasn't, it really doesn't pay respects to the spirit of the book. Okay. So she's passing out pamphlets and she falls in love. No, no. The book was just a book of exposing how they didn't care about conserva conservation, wildlife. They didn't replant trees. It was basically a scalding book politically against robber barons. But Boring. Yeah. You want a love story. That's yeah. how. Okay. So Samuel Mayer... Mm -hmm got injured. He had a terrible operation. He had two of them, actually. And so he was distracted. And that's when director Hawk said, fuck this book. I'm doing oh. a love story. Behind I sent Rose downstairs, Carl, but can you guys uh, X and A on the cursing A and the uh, rape yeah. words? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just imagine a five-year-old is sitting in here. Yeah, well, maybe we don't have a five-year-old on a podcast for adults, but okay. Now, this is the 1800s, late 1800s, uh, where our story begins with a young Barney Glasgow. And now he's going to tell all the workers to come and get it. Oh, he says the title? Which is our title. Oh, right away. It's the first line. The title. Yeah. And it's how we'll wrap up our film, too. Howard Hawks is a genius. Spoiler Oh, really? Uh, At the end, he says, everything is spoiled. Hey, is there going to be a fight? And the guy says, come and get it. <laughs> Good call, Mike. What else do you say, come and get it? He's for dinner, get a punch in the nose. Mm -hmm. I will tell it. you, but there's a five-year-old in the room. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm eight. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's, well, we were... that's a big difference. Big difference. How old are your stuffies? Because we, we want to talk adult, but we don't want to talk in front of young stuffed animals. Now, Barney's like the oh, look at this. of all the loggers, and he's catching someone drinking, and Ooh. he's giving them the business. With a maple syrup? Off the sap, you sap. Only saps do sap. Well, they God, can't drink, they cut down trees. Ash, eh? Respect. Hey, I'm a land baron. Oh, Whoa, shit. Whoa, somebody On the low-budget Edward Robinson, see? He wasn't available, see? <laughs> yeah, now this guy, as soon as I saw this film, I knew his face. So I said, where do I know this guy from? And you I know what it is? Him up. This is Edward oh, the, Arnold. Yeah. Which one, the, the lumberjack or the land baron? The land, well, he's not a land baron. He's like the, the foreman. He's like okay. in charge of all the loggers. But he will become that guy, yes. Yeah, he chooses. This is what I liked about the film. Was that it? All right, the kid in the back, that's Spider from Goodfellas. He grew up. <laughs> 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 yeah, you want to dance? 
Yeah, and Roland, yeah, he could. He still had his foot. I love like old movies where like guys like that can knock out lumberjacks. Did you see how he punched? Joke. He held his, caressed his face, and then punched them in the nose. <laughs> but I when I it. looked up Edward Arnold, the truth is he's just been an, a million things. The only thing we would know is uh, he was in Duck Soup. He was in Mister mm-hmm. Smith Goes to Washington. Mm-hmm. He was in Twelve Angry Men. I remember him in Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. He says the line, shut up. Stop talking. But is it the filibuster scene? <laughs> Be quiet. Be quiet. Now for Eddie. <laughs> in 12 Angry Men, he played men. All right. Title roll. <laughs> he played number 12. Yeah. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He played Guilty number guy. 10. He was juror number 10. All right. What's he goes? Yeah, yeah, that's the ticket. I haven't okay, seen so now what we're finding out is Barney's ambitious, very ambitious. Sure, he's the foreman, but that's not enough for him, right? He wants to do perfect job for the boss because in the very near future, he's got a bit of a proposal for the boss. So he's like, you men are behind on your login. So I'll tell you what, we're going to double down and do this other lot too to really wow the boss. And if we do, I'm going to throw a huge party for you. Free booze for everyone. Yay! That's the equivalent to now in the office when they say, like, if you come in for extra hours, you get a pizza party. And everyone's like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no health Man. insurance. All right. well, now just... we're going to see a lot of timber. Okay. Oh, and timber. Timber. And there are lots of times right timber. by the tree. I just don't get how I don't get mushed by a mistake. Hollywood. Well, well so you say timber. And... Yeah, you say timber. You say no, four. but the guys sawing themselves. What if it fell right on? You don't have a second yeah. to get out of the way. No, I'm with you. I never knew understood that. You noticed there was a, a credit in the beginning for logging sequences filmed by a separate person. So they must have somebody who knows what they're doing. Oh, they now, must have bought this, it, you right? see how close it is to them? Of course, yeah. it's a snake in a movie, but like, what if it started tipping his way? It Do you is. think it's a real tree that they or a Hollywood tree? Uh, well, okay. Oh yeah, that's one of those the Hollywood trees. Interior scenes were filmed in Idaho in the North Fork Clearwater River, and we're going to see a lot of that footage. One of those liberal Hollywood trees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those Rob Reiner trees. <laughs> You'll see him getting hugged in the film. Now, here it's like late, but Barney's still working. And he's going to, you know, they're talking about how the river is thawing and they can use it for the logs and they're going to dynamite the ice that doesn't melt. It's pretty dramatic. Nice. He's like, hey, boss, have you heard of these floppy disks? You don't need that logger book. Like, that's old school. It'll never work. Never work. It's a lodger. Lodger. Although they're doing logging, it's not a logger book. It's a a ledger. I was going to say ledger, but I said lodger. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong and you're right. It's Ledger. Yeah, you He's write a your... lodger. He's staying in the in that hotel. <laughs> Very lodger. USA. Yeah, look how well, old the guy in the hat is. For yeah. now. like they're both actually pretty old, but he just looks ancient, you know, with the now, this guy. They're probably both 35, to be honest. Yeah, to be honest, well, how old are you here? Right. That's a hardy 35 right there. He that lived. guy's funny. He story. lived. I was a juror for 12 with other 11 yeah. other angry men. Well, that was in the 50s. You see, what happened is Edward would go on to begin to gain weight, then he would lose weight, then he would gain weight. 
Then at one point in his career in the 40s, he said, you know what? I don't want to be a leading man anymore because I got a diet. So he just let himself get big and took character acting roles. Oh, so in 12 Angry Men, he played Juror 12 and 11. Oh, he hey, <laughs> come on. Oh. He filled out both seats, but he played hey. 10. We were going to do 11 Angry Men, but okay, you're such yeah. a good actor. Yeah. Well, I only see 11. Hey, I'm in the room. <laughs> do you mind? <laughs> now, we're about to see about 20 minutes of a we're documentary of logs floating down the river and how they go about it. This, this is, is in Hollywood. Market. They call this padding. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, but after like the first five minutes, you're like, are we really? You see how they make the flow going yeah. themselves so that they can channel. Yeah. Hey, guys, I, I watching this footage, I have to go to the bathroom now. You got a log? <laughs> uh oh. Now, what fascinates me in this footing, footage is the, the workers are so close to I know. getting every scene. They're oh, almost getting smushed. When you said we we're going to stream a movie, I wasn't expecting this. Ah, we're streaming. We're streaming a movie. You get it? <laughs> hey. Hey. Everyone now, has a streaming service. you know about Francis Farmer? You guys knew about France. How did you learn about Francis Farmer? Oh, I went to Marie Colander, right? Doesn't she have chocolate, Francis Farmer? <laughs> I, I always get... She made I the ice cream, Michael. Yeah, well, that's for right. me, it was Nirvana. If, if there wasn't the Nirvana song, I would have no idea who she was. Is well, you know how Mike and I saw this movie the first time? Uh, at the Montclair Public Library in the back, there was that little conference room, and they would show movies, old That's movies right. there. I don't remember. Every Wednesday that. night, and then during uh, the day when school was out. Yep. And we were like one of the only kids there, if yeah. not people, no. who would go every I was, week. I was really loud, and the librarian had to suss me out afterwards. You've got to be quiet during the movies. What, talking during the movie? Yeah, during the Marx Brothers, and when I was oh no, but we they would every Wednesday night they would show an old movie at seven, and we our parents would yeah. drop us off, and then I don't know what they would do. Um, and then we during the day when there was no school, they would drop us off. So this is one of the old movies that we'd see. So that's why uh, you you recommend you pick this one. Yeah, I really liked it. You know, like honestly, as a kid, I, I was just kind of freaked out by the uh, by the plot where the Edward G. Robinson guy. He, uh, spoiler alert, he chooses money over love and then regrets it. Yes. And I was like, like you gotta go, go one and he way. He tries to me. make it right. Can we show a little respect for the actor? His name is not Edgar G. Robinson. He's sure 12 and 11. Thank you. Edward Arnold is his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For uh, happy days. You see, it's just going to keep going very... and going, showing us this footage. Ooh, I got to take a dump. Carl, sometimes a log going into something white is just a log going into something white. Sometimes. Yeah, I'm reading into it. Is it this time? Here's Francis Farmer by Nirvana. <laughs> no, no, don't play it. We'll never air this on, on YouTube. Why? Because you it'll think? flag yeah. us? Yeah, yeah, they'll flag us. Do you see the I'm icon aware. at the bottom is the uh, baby from Dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> no, Carl, just hold air on YouTube. All Thanks. right, Michael. We played It's Tricky, and we got flagged and got pulled. And yeah, the episode it didn't, didn't get air. pulled. Oh, yeah. No, it you didn't just, get pulled. So, but Germans can watch it because of some German Something music. like ball. that, yeah. yeah. Wow, this so, is yeah, so yeah, so if you see the time, I, I, I don't know how we sat through this uh, as kids, but we had more patience. Uh, I think the moving image kind of thrilled us. 
Okay, Did now this money directors. Oh yeah, when the, way, when the movie came out, I was like, either watch this or uh, sit home and get uh, sepsis or. Uh, yeah, right. There wasn't yeah, much choice. Like. You went to the theater and you saw moving pictures. Wow! Wow! Oh no, that log is coming right at me. All right, here he's making the deal with the big boss. He's saying they're building the railroad now. They're gonna Ooh. they're gonna make it right across America. So what we should do is get the contract to chop all chop the trees down so that the railroad can go through. We'll be paid to make money. You see, and he's even got uh, a plan for the places where they aren't like a homestead with with lumberjacks and he goes well that'd be fine and you're just the man to do it he goes no i'm just the partner to do it and oh right so he gets talked into if you want to be my partner because i trust you to really deliver this millions of dollars you got to marry my daughter and that's going to be the trade he's making oh hey mm. yeah i'm not really big on commitment um <laughs> I'm a lumberjack. I don't know what else, I don't want to say anything more, but you understand my shirt. Now lumber, the reason yeah. that the Jack um, is right in the name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a lumberjill. Well, there's a comic called Lumberjanes, <laughs> Lumberjanes about female uh, loggers. Rose is still in the room, Mike. It's not. No, I, I, she can read it if she wants. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Now, my uh, Adam is married with children, but yet he's still in the closet. Hey, hey, I'm making fun of this guy for being a lumberjack, and I'm the one in the closet. You're, yeah, you're literally in the You speak from, literally. Uh, from the screen. No, 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 no more. Now, what I've been trying to get out is Sorry. That the Samuel Mayer. Now, Samuel Goldwyn, now, remember, he's not just some company at this point. It's him. Right. He's making it's these him. films. This is this is an MGM movie, but it's probably prior to their uh, conglomeration. The merger, right. The reason he chose Howard Hawks to be the director was because his grandfather was a logger, and basically Barney, from the book, is based on his grandfather. So he thought, who better... That, you know, but then Hawk said, I like the romance. I don't like yeah. the poverty. I don't like my grandfather as a scumbag. Well, oh, excuse me. Right. I didn't mean to say that. Hi. Oh. But Adam, maybe, you know, we could do a little humor. No, no, it's fine. We're family friendly. Oh, I'm watching a, we're watching a movie. We're watching kids in the library. We can't, we can't handle that. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, so now, the game. Now, Barney, oh, yeah, Barney, who's just committed to marrying the daughter left of one. the logger to make No, left one. Oh, I was wrong. Sorry. No, that. See? He's always lucky. Except for he's got to marry that lady. Okay. Well, wait. he is lucky because he's going to bet $500. Whoa. You know, this is 19. 1870s money. 1886. And he's going to win. Now, he just committed to marrying the daughter, even though it wasn't said out loud. It was the implication. But he's about to meet the love of his life, Francis Farmer. Right there. That's right. He looks Her name is Nuthouse. Nuthouse. 
So Francis Farmer, Howard Hawks, do you guys have any connection to these people? Like, have you seen another Howard Hawks movie? Uh, have you watched another Francis Farmer movie? I've only heard about Francis Farmer. She was very difficult, very hard to direct. And she would binge drink. She'd get arrested. Nice. She was committed to psychiatric hospitals. She she had a really messed up childhood. Her, her parents kind of divorced her and then, in a way, sort of abandoned her. They divorced and, her? Can you do that? How that uh, <laughs> they were divorced at a super young age. They split up. They lived in different states. The mother got this job for doing research, and she said, you know, these kids are messing up my job. So she had the aunt ship them off to the dad. They were on the train alone. She had a really hard childhood. Wow. Oh, I probably dated her then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, Rose is not in the room, so you can say the F word or oh, whatever okay. kind of awful thing you want to say. Sorry, I said scumbag. That was a step too far. Well, bag is a perfectly it. fine word. And... Bag is fine. Okay, so uh. Francis Farmer is helping. He goes, I'm not flipping this over to see if the thing is in there. You flip the other two over, you know, because he's not going to get scammed. This is just like showing you how great all in. That's really cool. Building suspense. Now, the, you know, in eight, $500 in 1884 is equivalent to $500 in 1884. Yeah, in mm -hmm. 1884 money, that was worth like 500 bucks. Yeah. Like if you... Adjust uh, for inflation in the time period. It's right. about five hundred bucks. So she's giving this. You can put on the audio for a second. You can see how tough she is. You know. Oh, shoot him! Shoot Leave it on fire. for a second Don't. because we're about to hear "Love Me Tender" by Elvis. But before there was an Elvis. This is eighteen eighty four, right? So yes. This is uh, Gomez Adams 70. playing piano. 1870. Yeah. Love thy tender. They changed the lyrics. In the it's completely different. It's completely different. Um, oh, are you going to sing a song? Give me my umbrella. <laughs> Where's my guy, It's a parrot. Your hair looks like it's been raining all morning. Look at that. Give Hit the guy it, a towel. Okay, the song is called Aura Lee. Popularized by Elvis Presley with Love Me Tender. So we can play this song. Oh, yeah. It's probably the main tune. Now, this was Francis oh, yeah. Farmer's biggest movie. And then on the Ed Sullivan show, like three decades, four decades, three decades later, she'd sing this song because it was her most popular movie. Oh, wow. Was he regretful of singing it? Love. No. Ow, my eye. Why'd you open a parasol and doors? Now, I get sick of this song by the end of the film because they play it throughout, my goodness. Imagine she's saying orally. Maybe that will help you. <laughs> orally. Right. Orally. Yeah, right. Now it's an interesting song. Now you're interested. Orally. I'll listen to the end. I want to see how it ends. <laughs> how will we be taking this test, Professor? Orally. Oh, the barber shop's there. How, how, you, how are you going to take my temperature, doctor? Rectally. <laughs> <laughs> See, aren't you glad your kids out of the closet? I can say that now. Can we watch the log scenes now that my daughter's in the room? Yeah. Slowly. 
Now, check this out. I was going through Wikipedia to start off, and it said music by Alfred Newman. So I immediately tried to research what's his middle name. Right. What, but it was Alan. Alfred Allen Newman. That oh, is so close. Hardcore research right there. Oh, I what me that, worry? Yes, what me worry. I learned that the East in Alfred E. Newman stands for Enigma. I don't know. Is that uh, interesting? You know Somebody. they ripped off that, that, that face. That face was used for advertising in the 1800s. Uh-huh. Like, you know how they would have, like, you know, Dr. Spiegelman's cure-all or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so they would have Alfred really? E. Newman. They reused that image. And then they, for the rest of their corporate lives, they backtracked and retreaded and said, like, oh, you know, it was a popular image at the time. and like, Or it was a coincidence or something like that. But, yeah, you could trace it back to the 1800s. Kind of hard to say that when the guy's name is Albert E. Newman. Now, it turned out that Alfred Allen Newman was like, he did over 200 motion picture scores. He did the fanfares, which are associated with Samuel Golden Pictures. Wow, that's big news. He was one, among the first musicians to compose and conduct original music during Hollywood's golden age of movies. Later become, became a respected and powerful music director in the history of Hollywood, his son too. Newman and two other composers are the three godfathers of film music, apparently. So, usually I ignore the music because he was Alfred Newman. You were like, what? Let me check this out, yeah. There was some Mad Magazine songs, right? Uh, they had a, do you remember that, Ed? They would they have had a record inside the... Uh, the magazine, yeah. I'm going, it wasn't I'm going berserk, but it was like I'm going mad or something. I think I'm going crazy. It was like, it, it was a gimmick... 45 it was a, a plastic uh right 45 inside the magazine you you would separate it serrate it out and it had multi grooves so the song would begin hey it's a wonderful terrific day or something like that and then it would get to a multi groove and it would give you one of three different endings or cool. whatever so it would be like you know my wife left me a rat bit me or something like that it's so i remember the first time i ever put that on i heard Thank you. Thank you. You played the Nirvana song anyway. All right, fair enough. Well, you don't have any Beatles songs to ruin this? Yeah, what about Rolling Stones? Did they, Francis Farmer mentioned by Bowie? <laughs> now, look, Francis is putting a Mickey in his drink. Did you see that? Yeah. Who's Mickey? Okay, so he's going to, like, pass out. She's going to steal his $500 of winnings or whatever. Nice. But something weird happens. They he starts up. asking her... Where did you come from? Are your parents still alive? Can you get back? And she gets pissed off. Hey, what are you two? A bunch of missionaries. Come on now. <laughs> and I'm a lady of the evening, He's genuine. He's just interested. And it turns out it, about $150 she could get back home. So he gives her like 200 bucks. And then Sven chips in like 30 bucks, whatever he's got. Fucking and then she starts to realize this guy's not worth ripping off this guy's a nice man right and so she'll prevent him from drinking the drink oh wow why don't you give it a listen for a second all right well, i'm getting kind of thirsty come on let me get out of here i better stop drinking you better take care of this she's like you better stop drinking will you get out of here why because 
Well, he's like, she's like, my pimp's not going to let me out of here anyway. Yeah. Is he going to leave the table and his buddy's going to drink his drink? Like, finally, slurp. You should have written this film. Yeah, I'll talk to Howard Hawks about this. See that? Whoa. Yeah. Now, you'd think he'd be like, hey, screw you. But he's like, no. He's like, you're coming with me. I like you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I disagree. I'm in the minority. Yeah, yeah, you're going the pimp there. is like, you're not taking my best girl who sings Elvis Presley songs. Yeah, and has an umbrella indoors. So Barney's like, here, you sit down. We're going to fight this out. And she goes, what do you think I am? And she grabs her own bottle. Oh, look at this whacking people on the head. You know, every time there's a bar fight, especially if it's the Wild West, there's a certain choreography that we're just used to. And this is like, breaks all the rules. Look, he threw the chair at his knees. They're fucking rough fighting. Lumberjacks, man. Look at this guy. He does that move. Holds the chin and then slams the head down. Yeah. Bang! Oh! Yeah. Right in my face. They start flinging <laughs> the tray. Oh, yeah, this look at that. called back later in the film. What a dangerous thing to do. Right in the Ow. nuts. Oh! Hey. No! Again, another oh, nut shot. right in the nuts! Oh, boy. The family jewels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my glasses. The log. The log in the stream. This is the most dangerous stunt I've seen. Like, custard pies are less dangerous. They're throwing metal frisbees at shit. Mike, it's a movie. We don't know what's up. Yeah, yeah but I'm saying... Hey, my uh, thoughts and prayers out to the families that were hit by these trays, but there's nothing we can do about the trays. <laughs> but they get um, to free the girl. The it's their right to have the trays. And uh, we can't regulate trays. It's defined in the 222nd Amendment. Great. Oh, well, she settled in. Hiya, honey. Hiya, Ralph. Because she was a traitor. This Wait, was she family. like a... Was she a uh, prostitute? It's never said. Okay? It's implied. She just sings in cat houses. Singing yeah. prostitute. Well, I don't know that she was, but... Are they all come on? Just kidding. So now she's like, I love you. I love you. They love each other. Now listen, Alice. Why it's not a get rich scheme plan. Do you guys uh, know the Nirvana song? Do you know it? Something, something. Francis Farmer. Uh entertain me. It, uh, oh. No, no, no. The the uh, title of the film is called the title of the song is called Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge. She's not mentioned in the song, but she is born in Seattle, Washington, and that's where they're from, so maybe it says this is the only thing, and maybe it's her. You think in her false witness, I hope you're still with us to see if they float or drowned. Our favorite patient, because she was incarcerated a lot. Display of patience, disease-covered Puget Sound. She'll come back as fire, burn all the liars, leave a blanket of ash on the ground. Wow. That might be... He was, that what, 25 when he wrote that? Every 25-year-old knows Francis. I guess so, if they're from Seattle. 
You think like Kirk Cobain saw like a punk rock sticker or Francis Farmer on some coffee shop in Seattle? He's like, oh, just, cool. 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 Oh, look, there's a hole in the screen. In the uh, screen. Yeah. Now they're off to somewhere, but Sven has a telegram. Okay. Right, and then okay. it says, my um, daughter's expecting your arrival. You want to oh, hear us about this partner? It's my birthday. Get down here. 1884. I like how it says, quit fooling around if you, like, stop fucking her. <laughs> Come on, Jay. My daughter's not going to get pregnant look, or something. Look at his face. He's got a serious dilemma now. Am I going to mm. be a rich, powerful man, or am I going to be happy in love? Oh, I love, it. like, the only options for women in his life are either the boss's daughter or a possible prostitute. Right. Like, there's no, like, regular woman, you know. Look, he's sitting right by the hole. Hello. Looking right in there. They're both there. Oh, yeah. I'll show him. Oh, they were in on the joke. Oh, and I have that's it. Oh, now this is a steam bath, and we know Major it from tip. right now. If no, you're Carl, in a thank hot... you for explaining mansplaining to two Jews what a steam is. Yeah, right. Like, we don't know what a good we call that a, ju a gym, we call it a workout. Yeah. That's a workout right there. Now, I want to let you morons know, if you pour cold water over a man in a steam bath, it is very, very shocking to the system. And Sven will get that three three times. Let me just Christian-splain this whole thing to you. Are you Christian-splaining? You know, I don't see these boxes anymore. I think during COVID, this is a better idea than being in a communal steam room. During COVID, your whole life. Right. But no, this sucks. You're stuck in a box and a guy puts cold water over your head every 10 seconds. I'm not joking. I used to go to the gym. My whole workout was just going into the steam room and, uh -huh. you know, and then showering mm -hmm. afterwards, getting dressed and taking the bus home. That was it. I didn't yep. like, maybe, maybe I'll lift the weight or something. Put my pants back on and just get on the bus. Yeah. Now you can't get out of there alone. The guy's got to let you out. And also the cold water's not part of the treatment. He goes, he's saying like, you love her. You shouldn't marry the other one. He goes, hey, put cold water on his head. Don't you dare. And he's getting splashed. Oh, that's hysterical. He looks so much better. Look how refreshed you are after a good Look how great the shirt looks after that. Steam. I know. That's now, look, in the book, this guy was a huge lumberjack guy. And, you know, the director just said, fuck the book. This guy won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actors, Actor for this. The Academy Awards were new. By the way, I hope you come back for the Razzie show, Adam. I think you're going to vote. That'll be in March. Got to vote. Carl's signing up. He's, he's now a member. I'm signing up, yes. I'm going to be an Academy member. So, basically, he's like, I'm going to the daughter. You tell Francis Farmer we're breaking up. He's like, I'm not doing that. He goes, well, I can't. I don't have time. And he goes, Farney, you have time. He goes, well, I can't because I won't do it if I'm in front of her. So you in got a color. You have time. You have time. In fairness, I'm a coward. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got to go. Uh, there's something over there. I'll be right and back. In the oven. We don't have enough. Yeah, got to go. Yeah. Uh, cigarettes haven't been invented yet. I gotta go to 7-Eleven and buy cigarettes. Now look how happy Francis is. I would never leave you. <laughs> it's love. 
Oh, She's baby got her nice new clothes. Hello, Sven. Where's Barney? Boo! Barney! Put on the... Oh, Mike disappeared because his accent is so fake and bad. His, his Swedish accent. Oh, he's supposed to be Swedish? Yes. I never thought that. Yeah, watching this. He's the Swede. And you gonna talk with the stupid accent that is obviously fake? Does he forget sometimes and just drops the accent? <laughs> I didn't know That's my favorite. <laughs> or you ever watch like movies that are dubbed over, you know, like cheap movies, and they the guy forgets which character he is because he's playing three <laughs> different characters. <laughs> you back with us? Oh, uh, Rose is back. Okay, so Mike is gone. <laughs> so Wait, we have your your uh, limit of Spiegelman. Sorry, Carl. No problem. Samuel got better from his surgeries and came back and saw what uh, Hawks had done. With his film, and I'm the takeover. Okay, you're gonna take over. Yeah, Can you see the I. film? We're watching the film. So what are they doing he... in the film right now? Drinking uh, prune juice. Were you about to say alcohol? I don't know what that is. No, I was saying. Go let Carl speak. Go ahead, Carl. Well, you know, it's it's not important. It's just for the audience. I'm sorry. Was I supposed, wait, no, did you ask me to come in just not and not say anything? Is that why you wanted me here? You wanted another? Did I get the stuffed animals and give them the headset? So, so Samuel comes back from his operation and he sees what a debacle Hawk has made this film. He's seeing the dailies and everything, and it's essentially like you're fired. And he got this other director uh, named William Wyler. Who does other films for him? Yeah. And the guy was like, name. I'm not taking over some other guy's movie. I am a director. And the guy says, Well, I'll suspend you and you won't direct the thing if you don't do it. So he reluctantly had to do it. He refused to have it say directed by him. It had to be directed by okay. Hayes and then and then Howard Hawks and then him. Um Did you see Hayes to the Hayes office? He hated it. Uh, he did about two weeks of work on the film. He said that Francis Farmer was insufferable, awful. Do you see that in her performance? I mean, no, not... I think it's a great performance. I think it's a Whoa. really good movie. Yeah. Well, you're being biased because you're a lumberjack. Because <laughs> of my outfit here? Yeah, and you live in the woods. <laughs> I do, I do. You yeah, work all day, sleep all night, and work all day, wear women's clothing, and hang around the bar. What? Did you have to do that comedic record scratch? Oh, yes, I remember this. The old Iron Ridge, Wisconsin newspaper. Fashionable wedding. Yes. No wedding crashers, not recommended. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the see the, back then she couldn't just show up at the wedding and make trouble. She'd have to get on this train and stay at that hotel and get you know get a horse and buggy and sure. you know she would to, to get and you can't just crash a wedding. Uh, put up you, the sound you can hear the fake Swedish accent. What's a fake Swedish accent? Sven is from Sweden. That's why his name is Sven. Everything ready? Everything ready. Oh, you're a fool, man. 
So she can't marry Barney. So she's marrying the second best man she knows. Sven. Sven. Yeah, that always bothered me too. Like, again, there's only two choices. It's Svenjins. The 1800s, hey. right? There's only so uh, many chicks in the town. You know? Right. It's like, yeah, they're either a nut or a fastest farmer. And you it's, don't marry her. You marry the farm. That's what you're going to get, the farm. Carl, you want the milk for free. She's, right. marrying, she's marrying Sven out of Svenjins, right? Svenjins yeah, is a disserved He's doing oh. it for Svite. He's doing it for Svenjins. Svenjins. You know my favorite uh, movie is uh, Svenum. <laughs> The, Mar from the Marvel universe. Yeah. It's the Venom. He's the sweetest Venom. Okay, so now they're going to get married, and that marriage will result in a child. Okay? Oh, now we're in the 20th century. Right. Now, he's 50 years old. Barney is this exactly what he planned. Right. A powerful, respected, kind of robber baron guy married to Emma Louise. So is he gonna get his... You know, do you see that? He said he had handsome children despite his wife. That's really messed up. <laughs> well, that's really messed he's, up. that's part of the film, is that Francis is very pretty and and the mom is not pretty. Now, look, the mom is not even sitting here, right? The, that's the mother of... That's the grandmother? Mother-in-law? Mother-in-law. That's another man that exists. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the mom. I've seen this film three times and I'm just... She doesn't seem like the mom to me. She seems like the grandma. That's the problem. Spencer aunt. The mom really does not play into this film except for a few lines. It's interesting that the opening, the, the scroll said that he's 50 years old now. Is he going to get a colonoscopy in the next scene? What? No, it's the third. It's the, I don't know that they did that. Because <laughs> he is 50. He should get it checked. That's what he's 50 years old. He's not there. He's peeing right now. <laughs> now he's walking back. Oh, I think I have to pee again. He's oh, he's back. taking his mail. AARP. I'm not even I'm just 50. Wait, did you guys join AARP? Yeah, he's getting letters from them. Oh, I already okay, joined. Now, this is the daughter of. Okay, we just met the son at the uh, um, kitchen table, at the breakfast table, and now we're meeting the daughter. And the daughter calls him Barney, not dad. And she's like, don't you say that around your mother. She'll get furious. And then she replies, okay, Boomer. <laughs> Kids today, right? Yeah. Oh, Honey, dude. I'm not a Boomer. I was born 100 years before the Boomer. Okay, Boomer. <laughs> okay, Boomer. <laughs> no, you don't understand. I'm not that generation. I was born in 1832. Okay, Boomer. Ah! They do that on purpose. My research about the daughters disappeared. Here it is. Uh, Andrea Leeds is her name, and there's not much here. She was nominated for Academy Award. For this film? Like she, no, no. Uh, it was for something called Stage Door in 1937. She quit. She quit. He retired and became a horse breeder. I don't know. There's nothing interesting there. It happens all the time. Uh, you're welcome, audience. Yeah, you're welcome, horses. He was chomping at the bit to retire. Hey, <laughs> come on. It was the audience's loss, but the horse's gain. So now we're finding out that there's been a telegraph from Sven or Swan, whatever his name is, 
It's like, why haven't you gone back to Iron Ridge? It's been over 20 years. Now, we know why. It's because right. of Francis Farmer, right? Lotta. But the daughter's like, look, you're not happy here. I can tell it. Why don't you go back there, relive your younger years, and try to enjoy yourself? Listen, Dad. Not a bar fight. Good lead. Yeah. Good lead. Yeah. Dad, now that you conceive me, I see no reason why you shouldn't leave Mom. Right? <laughs> She's not saying that. She doesn't understand that. He doesn't know so about Francis. Oh, it's the butler. That's Carl, what's up with this guy? No, it's just pa pack some stuff so I can go fishing. I did not look, look up the butler, and he was listed in IMDb. He was not listed in... Uh... Oh, here's the trivia. Hated working with Francis Farmer. Uh, everybody says that, Mike. It's no joke. I mean... There's always this image like there is a double standard because oh no I knew this was coming no, I knew is. this was there coming is. she is a, a gender of female so therefore you're going to leap to her defense no I'm she not leaping to her defense assholes she are was assholes incarcerated she was put in she was committed to psychiatric hospitals because she's a lady because she's a oh. lady she was hysterical Carl is that what you say hysteria yeah, is that what you're saying yellow wallpaper Carl hmm? like what's the what's you with nuts uh, I'm just saying there's plenty of dick actors, all right? And I, I think that it's easier to kind of pinpoint the, the dick lady actors. Wow. So you're doing That's a general drawing. stereotype here that we're talking about a lady actor, therefore. No, I, I'm sure Francis Farmer was a terror, but I just, when I hear stories about Sharon Stone, for example, I don't really buy it. Like Lucy Liu got like. Okay, skin. Sharon Stone, Lucy Liu, but not Francis Farmer. Oh, I love Lucy Liu. Me too. Oh my god, she's so great. Farmer she's very nice. I met her once. Very nice. Punch me in the face. But it's cast no. in the original Broadway play <laughs> of in New York City. She followed with two Broadway productions. A battle with depression and binge drinking caused her to drop out of subsequent Ernest Hemingway stage adaptions. She returned to Los Angeles in 41, did two films. In 42, publicity of her reported erratic behavior began to surface after several arrests. Okay, my apologies to Lucy Liu. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to compare her to Francis Farmer. Well, she sounds like a train wreck. How about that? Yes. Well, I probably yeah. bought her a drink in the, in the early 2000s. I'm going to cancel my Francis Farmer insurance, Carl. I'm scouring my notes for bad <laughs> things they said about Francis Farmer. Now, one more time, she is a great actress in this film. She carries it perfectly. You have no idea that she's difficult at all. She doesn't do anything difficult. What is that website where uh, Francis Farmer dates? Like, if you, uh, Oh, yeah, you only want to date Francis Farmer? It's Francis like, Farmer only? Yeah, Francis Farmer only. Now, that's the son, by the way, and he was a big deal in Westerns. That was his claim to fame. As a matter of fact, from, uh, let's see, where is it? Nice guy. Nice guy. <laughs> Difficult to work with. Hated no. working, had troubles working with, with uh, Francis Farmer. You can tell he, he was like, He was just very dedicated, like when he needed to yell and punch people, just because he loved the film so much. You can tell he's from Westerns, because when he sits down, he sits like this. <laughs> Excuse me, Dad. I'm gonna go get me some sarsaparilla. What? We don't have sarsaparilla. Um, he, he appeared in Western films exclusively from '46 to '76 when he retired. Yeah, I remember uh, watching Westerns in the '70s. 
Yeah. <laughs> they sure did go away, right? He was in Sullivan Travels. He was in Hitchcock's oh. Foreign Correspondent. And he was in The Most Dangerous Game as the hero, which we saw in 32. Yeah, that's right. Do you think he had a gun or was he being stalked in The Most Dangerous Game? No, he was the guy getting hunted. Oh, right on. Yeah, he was excellent. I like that guy. Harry Mason. Oh, have a nice That'll trip. Be a, it'll be a running yeah. gag. Yeah. He'll show up all happy later. Like, now he's mad that he Trump. He goes, this office wouldn't be the same if it wasn't tripping. What's in the jars and behind his desk? Your brain. Brain. Yeah, brain. Yeah, brain. It's the brain from Half Dead. And I need some more cotton balls behind my head. All right? Yeah, see? What? Lollipops? All right. Okay. He does, he does power, talk how many like cups? that. Put up, put up the sound for a minute. This is the son talking about, I got this idea for paper cups. Look, you see how he dropped it? They left that in. They were like, fuck it. I'm almost done with this film. Just. That's why they fired Hired Hawks. He's like, he was dropping the cups. This is the guy, most dangerous game. He was the hunted one. Yeah, That's yeah. so cool. I'll never work. No one wants to drink from a cone. See, they'll eat ice cream from a cone. But ridiculous. Not ridiculous. If you, don't want to, or if you don't want to be partners, I'm going to have to make this paper cup solo. Oh. Uh, nice. Very point. nice. I tried. But the first yeah. paper cup was Dixie. I looked it up. Did they have like a poker hand on it in the first cup? Oh, yeah. And underneath. Yeah, I always spilled my coffee because I couldn't wait. Did I win? Well, the idea was it would be those coffee machine, hot chocolate coffee machines that would drop a cup oh, and I love pour those. coffee into it. Yeah, so the cup itself would have a poker hand on it. Oh yeah, no, I didn't know that. Oh so it yeah, have a lot of sugar you, in the coffee. It was good. It would yeah. give you four cards, and the fifth one was on the bottom. So after you're drinking, you could see if you won. I could you were anxious. Yeah. Whoa! Side player. Now Barney. Is having a homecoming. Barney is coming back. He's gonna find out Ada Francis Farmer died. He was away so long, she went and died. There's Sven. He can't jump anymore like he did early. He's like, I'm a too old now. Jumping Jimity. Right. Oh, I'm glad oh, to see good. you, Barney. Eh? Good to Wait, see you. Wait, are they 50 now? Yeah. yeah, he's too old to jump. Well, he's older than fifty. You look good. Can I offer you some gummy fish? They're from my from Swedish. Yeah, no meatballs is fine. <laughs> you have any small ones? How do I sit on this? Do I have to build this first? Okay, hang on. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I built this house for myself from a box. From a box. I couldn't get out of the parking lot. So Samuel Golden paid $150,000 uh, for the book, and that was a lot of money. And Hawk, because he was sick and, you know, he was uh, in surgery and Samuel was on around, he did a lot, a lot, a lot of budget. So this film cost super amount of money to make. It was a successful film at the box office, but they still didn't make money because the original director frittered it all away. And so this Edward guy, Edward Arnold, became known as box office poison, which wasn't fair to him. That's not weird. Now, this is the tray 
that one of the trays they used to break Lada out. Oh, and they framed it. Well, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Does he look uh, like Malcolm when he laughs? Yeah, he does. <laughs> he looks like our uncle. Glad to see you again, Barney. Oh, this brings back old times. Oh, excuse let's me. Go through, flipping let's go through some trays. Let's... Wait, were you doing an Irish accent, girl? Yes, I was yeah. by mistake. Let's listen <laughs> for a second so I can get my sweet. Yeah, get your accent right. Oh, good morning. Fucking violins. Back then, they had the violins on set. That's how much money he spent. This yeah. is, he's learning that she died. That's why we have the violins. Well, I guess I won't be cheating on my wife. <laughs> I guess I won't be sleeping with your wife. Yeah. I won't need these condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Dozens of the fireplace. <laughs> you think Sven has a, enough condoms being Swedish why I don't know yeah, Calendar, Carl, Swedish that was really, didn't make any sense erotica reference. that's all I know I'm yeah. still lost in the woods Ooh. what am I a logger so you can tell which director directed what right because one is like in color and one is in black and white <laughs> Could what you tell? Did. I mean, is it is it like just he Hawks did the first half and the guy did the second half, or was it shot all over the place? Well, it was the last two weeks of production that he got healthy and came back, and that's oh, when wow. he hired him and hired Wilder. But it's there's a dispute. Some on the internet, some sources say thirty minutes of this footage is him, and then other people say ten minutes. But absolutely, the last uh, edit of the film is his. Oh, the, the one that got right. released. Hashtag release the Hawks cut. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Hawk cut. This is Carrie, and it's Sven's sister's daughter. I think his name's Svan, and I'm saying, yeah, I'm insulting him. Svan. So they're meeting Svan's sister's daughter, who lives with them. Wow. And her name's yeah. Carrie. And she was going to be our lead in this film, but Frances Farmer showed up and beat her. Really? God, yeah. she must be really hard to work with if she beat her. <laughs> with the stick. But she's got a better gonna go role. there, but they decided to buy the farm. No, she would go on to have lots of troubles with the House Un-American committees. She was Austrian. She mm. was pro-Nazi. In the 50s, the FBI began to investigate her, <clears throat> and yeah, she was blacklisted, and she died at 59 of a cerebral hemorrhage. And some people say because of the stress of being FBI surveillanced and blacklisted, I don't think I believe that, but. What's, get back to the Nazi sentence. Uh, she, she was pro-Nazi, you said? Yes. She was a um, Nazi. Well, she was from Austria. Now, this yeah. is Frances Farmer now playing her daughter. It's the daughter of Lata and Svan, and her name is also Lata. Oh, wait. Well, this is what I love about the movie is that he left uh, Lata at the age that his daughter, this daughter is now. So right. that's the image he's always had of her. Sven, right. you know, watched her grow up, grow old, and die. So. Yeah, yeah the, so this is, he's back in. It's just like a convenient thing, because if the woman was still alive, he would have to see her thirty years older, 
That's announcing why. her daughter is at that same memory that he had of her. Break now, twi- you know. watch Edward's eyes. He will look at her boobs in this scene. I saw it Hello. three times. Oh, and you, call it. My eyes are up here. Uh, hello. I'm not looking at your eyes. How do you, uh, uh, what's your name tag say? Oh, you don't have a name tag. Let me check it out. <laughs> uh, two. There you go. He's right out there, right there. You know what the move is? Is to pretend you're angry and look at it. Look, look. That, there it is. There it is. Now they're looking at the ass. This is crazy. <laughs> so uh, they're going to get kicked out of the restaurant. Lada and Carrie are a sort of like sisters. They live together. Okay, watch his eyes now. Yeah, Leary. Oh, there you go. Oh, that was a quick one. You saw that, right? Yeah, it was very, it was a glance. Yeah, it was a glance. He got what in, huh? Yeah, what in. Lick the finger, touch the uh, twenty early 20th century. Make sure it's hot. Ah! It's hot. Now, there's something a little contradictory in this film. In this scene, she's going to talk about as if, like, Barney's sexually attracted to me, so I'm going to exploit that. But later in the film, she's going to be like, I would never. I don't know. It contradicts. Put on the sound just for this conversation. You come along as soon as you can. No, I'll come later. Yeah. Hey, don't mind. Listen. I don't want to be there unless the Glasgow comes. But why, for Pete's sake? Well, if I'm not there and he waits a while and it's afraid I'm not coming and then. So she's manipulating. I'm going to show up late so I miss. He likes me. <laughs> what are you up to, young lady? Now <laughs> stop screaming and answer me or I'll slap you, big as you are. Oh, you are popping dumb on your mind. Well, thank you, Miss Marcy. Well, you have. You don't plan or anything. You just let things happen to you. Well, well, I'm not like that. I'm hot. I think that would be like that Nazis now. walk all over you. He likes me and he can do a lot for me if I just make him think I'm worth helping. I'm sure I'm lost to his daughter and got looks. Okay. Right. So that's all I wanted you to hear. Now, later in the film, though, she'll like do a reversal as if, what? That's shocking. I never even thought of it. And, and, and the script's not making her... Just for this one little scene, she's got some manipulation to her, and then it goes away for the rest of the film. It doesn't make sense. You think that was added by the new director to kind of... Oh, that's a good point. Like it was a note that they had to add that scene later? Maybe. To make her look bad? Maybe. Yeah. Two shots for Sven, three shots for Sven. You guys want any of this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to offer you guys some grappa or whatever it is I have. Now he goes, where is she? And and you see the Carrie's like, <laughs> like it's true what Lotta was thinking, you know. And oh, Santos. They named her Lotta because she's got a lot of boobs. A lot of junior, right? A lot of senior. Right, it is senior. junior and senior. That's right. Yeah. Unless she comes from a long line of lot, uh, a lot of so be a lot of the third. A lot of IV. Oh, that's a lot, a lot of. I did the whole lot of love uh, guitar riff. <laughs> whole lot of love. <laughs> whole lot of love. <laughs> we all know that guitar like. Francis Farmer died in 1970 at 56 years old of cancer. 
Kit's good. What a jerk. Wow, she's young. Now, when she was young, she won this contest for like scholastic. She was in high school, scholastic books or something. She wrote this whole thing about how God is bullshit. God is not true. I couldn't believe when Scholastic Dynamite magazine published it. That she won a hundred bucks for it, though, and that's a lot of money in thirty-one. Hey. He had to get fifty dollars uh, of God. Like Chaotic godless world. But later, towards the end of her life, she would become a Christian. You know why? Because she was cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, have to see more. She went to the Soviet Union. He did? Wait, who? During her final year of college, 1935, Francis won a subscription contest for the leftist newspaper, The Voice of Action. First prize was a trip to the Soviet Union. Farmer accepted the prize despite her mother's strong objections. Fuck you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, so Francis, don't go to Russia. Fuck went... you, where were you when I was a kid? Uh, she went. She was. Uh, she wanted to see the pioneering Moscow art theater. Her interest in such topics fostered speculations. She was not only an atheist but a communist. The same year, she graduated with the degree in drama. When she came back from the Soviet Union, she went to New York. She got into uh, some plays, and then Paramount's. You know, nice. It was too pretty oh. to not let. Uh, I do. I do want to keep talking about her, but can I just want to play the song? They're playing okay. the accordion. Another one rides the bus. Hey, I want to sit next to you. Okay. Talking to you, Michael. Yeah, that's the song she's playing. Well, Barney's she's singing Love Me Tender, and Barney's like, stop it, stop it, because he can't handle it because right. it's just like his love. You know. Well, this, in this film, like, Barney's not a terrible, awful human being, you know? He's yeah, he's a little He he's was sweet. friends with the loggers. He was ambitious. He, he was ambitious. Him. That was his problem. That was yeah. his failure. He was a nice guy who was too ambitious. He was a movie. That, I, that's what I always thought when I watched the film was, like, he was too ambitious, right? He gave that up. He gave love up for money. Right, exactly. For money. And success. Now, he had been planning his success for years and then was with this woman for about a couple, you know, two months. So. You know this song, too. Oh, yeah. I don't. If you don't know Lily like I do. Look at the kids. Uh, 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 now, uh, that was inappropriate. Yeah, and we really out. won't see that again for the film until he makes an indecent proposal later. But we won't <laughs> see any more creeping. Sven turns a red fox. Uh, I'm coming. This is the big one. <laughs> he popped his collar. Lana, I'm coming. No, the, the thing is, Swan's got a bad back, so he's like, I'll take you to the specialist in Chicago, and I'll take you girls along with inside. us, and I'll buy you nice dresses, and we'll be on a train. It's like what they've always dreamed out about getting – not Carrie so much. It's what Lot has always dreamed about, getting out of this town and 
Basically, her wishes are coming true right now. Oh. He starts playing the Love Me Tender song and he starts crying. He goes, what's the matter? It yeah. brings back memories? No, Colonel Tom Parker owes me $500. <laughs> Did you watch that Elvis movie, Adam? No, I didn't. Good. I liked it. I don't know. I'm going to defend that movie. Which Did one? You watch it? Elvis, the three-hour movie. Oh, should I see it? Uh, yes, it's not like you might not like it, but I, I really liked it. I but you it recommend, really... yeah, I recommend it out. Everything There's a lot of gyrating, good. Carl. Just so you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you might get offended. You make sure your kids are not in the room when you watch it. Because... Okay, yeah. we can watch it with Rose. But yeah, my my youngest is seventeen. My oldest is twenty-two. They could be in a room. They're gonna get fall. They've done their own grinding. Wow, they're really in the 20th century. Oh, they're on the train. Okay, now, you see these hats? We don't know. We don't know anything about it. They will go to the dining car, and women will kind of make fun of their outfits, like they're a little outdated or whatever. And Francis Farmer will get mad at Barney saying, you knew it. You knew it. That's why you wanted us to dine in the car and not in the dining. So he goes, okay, you caught me. When we go to Chicago, I'll buy you all proper clothes. And oh, so he's he's hiding them for during the meal. They're going in a separate car. When they oh my god, the meal's on her head. Car, he said, "Let's dine in my car." And they said, uh -oh. "No, we want to go to the dining room where everyone can see us." So Barney said, "Oh, okay." You know, he's not going to say no to them. Yeah. And then they got laughed at, and so. That's uh, how smoking or non-smoking section? Bumpkin or non-bumpkin section? Uh, smoking bumpkin. Okay, here they are in the dining car, and you can see a few people taking a look at their hats and stuff and their outfits and making smirks. Yeah, hello. No, turn this up because it's a little... Hey, fellow robber baron! Hey, Only fan. Now, the reason for this scene is he's going to talk about how beautiful the daughter is. Hubba, hubba. Yeah, but he'll say, oh, don't be ridiculous. Oh, that's what I always tell him. You old bull cat. You old mother. the after dinner, all right? All right, I got to go sleep with my daughter. Now listen to what how Francis Farmer talks about how embarrassed she was. Did you enjoy it? No. They look like they're weave wore. <laughs> they look like their hairstyle. Well, that's essentially yeah. what I wanted you to hear. And now he's like, gonna, well, I'll buy you proper clothes. He basically starts spending money on them like crazy. That's the reason why you didn't yell, come and get it in the middle of the film. You were embarrassed to eat with us. There was a great opportunity for the director directors to put in, come and get it during the dinner scene. Because it'll be in the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie, and then in the middle of the movie. It's like Goodfellas. Mm -hmm. Remember the, the shoe shine box? Right. Let's see. Same yeah, you, you insulted them a little bit. Now, a, a little bit. A little bit. Now they're oh. in proper great clothes. 
and carry oh, now they don't look silly. Standing. Oh, they look all right. They look all. Dude, that other hat looked ridiculous. This one, okay. Howard Hawks was originally signed to direct, but was replaced by William Wyler midway through the production. Farmer was indignant and clashed with Wyler during the filming. He later said, the nicest thing I can say about Frances Farmer is that she is unbearable. Though her working relationship with Wyler was tumultuous, Hawks remembered Farmer with admiration, saying she had more talent than anyone I ever worked with, ever worked with. So this is the thing about her. She was tough, but she's gold on screen. Right. So you're saying she's talented. Now look at this one. Was supposed to be playing Francis Farmer's role. You can see why they chose Francis. Right. Well, you're right. She's given... Sorry. Liberals. Right. It was the communists who suggested Francis Farmer. I met her in college. Well, they're all very happy. Now, uh, Adam, one thing uh, Carl and I notice when we watch movies, especially when they have like dining uh, theater experiences, mm -hmm. is that it's all studio produced. Like this is not an exact replica of a dining hall in in early nineteen tens, but for the movie they build it. But this is our only historical reference we have. It's yes. like and they had a nightclub scene where they're dancing around and everyone's eating dinner and there's singing. It's a movie uh -huh. set, but it's supposed to replicate the nightclub experience. Right. It's like the sock hops and happy days or like the the 80s, the reversion of 80s, like punk clubs, you know, you see oh. on TV. It's not the yeah. real thing, but it's it's our reference now. Now, Adam, do you remember in the 80s you used to watch some movie like Terminator and there would be a like like a Los Angeles nightclub with punks? And you knew that place didn't really exist. It wasn't a real place, right? But you would always see it in the movies. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, but you you would think it's it because that's your only reference. So you're saying like we don't live but, in the 30s. But and we lived right, but we lived in the 80s, and so when we go into this like pretend punk rock club. Like, like, you know, there was a bar somewhere and you knew there was a place where you could go see a concert, but this fake, like, we'll all go hang out as punk rock. Right, everyone has mohawks and right. uh... spray paint on the wall. So the thing is, like, a person in 2020s looking at that would think that was a real place in the 1980s. In the same way, I'm very suspicious when you see these nightclubs in the 30s, 40s, maybe they're not real, you know? Right. Yeah. But this, like, that dining hall, like, what I noticed was there was a lot of space, which is good when you smoke cigars. Like, all the smoke goes to the top of the ceiling. Yes. Well, they had more room, yeah. They had more real estate. They had more okay, real estate. Okay, now turn this on. This is the reverse of the earlier scene we saw. It's just got to be your part of the glass was doing all those thoughts. Of course. I sometimes wondered if... I sometimes worried me that it might be you. Gary, are you trying? I know it's awful, but he is interested in you. You see how it's reversed now? Well, how can you say such a thing? You know, Mr. Glasgow's interested in me, and the guy would I wonder if he is. Of course he is. How can you say such a thing? How can you even think it? You see how it kind of doesn't make sense in the script, you know? No, it's what you said, Adam. Yeah, they added it. They added it for whatever reason. That's probably why she was so mad. It didn't make sense. 
Well, maybe she's just uh, gaslighting her mom, just you know, like defensively saying, "No, that's not true." Why? Why would you say that? I feel like she changed her mind, or she realized it's a bad idea, and this woman changed her mind too. I think that's how I took it when I saw it. Now here is the horseless carriage. And oh, the driver yeah. of it is a guy who works on horses, so he hates it. Go ahead and listen for a second. I Ubered you 20 minutes ago. Yeah, I go get Kelly and <laughs> Is this Shaven? No, Sven. Shaven. I like me horses. You ain't like horses, Judge? What accent is that? I don't know. Now, that's Scottish, right? I'm going to tell you. But none of them around too soon. <laughs> I just thought it was a little funny how he hates the car. You know, it, it, when he's in that automobile, his accent is it's not horse at all. There's no there's no hoarseness to his voice. Oh, come on. It, it's a horseless carriage. Like he that's why he had a speaking role. He was not horse. Yeah. Um okay, the premiere of this film was in Seattle which is Farmer's hometown, at the premiere, it was, in, it was in a place in which you used to be an usher. That was the kind of neat thing about it. Um, at the premiere, Farmer was noticeably quiet, spoke little to reporters, which resulted in news reports that she was cold and aloof. Nevertheless, Come and Get It earned praise from pu public and critics with several reviews greeting Farmer as a newfound star, likening her to Greta Garbo. So... Right. It's a good spin. But yeah, this was a big hit then. This was a big hit that uh, still lost money because of the director. Did the loggers in Seattle right. like the movie, or were they protesting? The loggers in Seattle? Well, Washington State, Oregon, I don't know. Maybe they came over. I did do a lot of research for this film, but I yeah, only got to Google impact. page nine. I don't know what the loggers <laughs> in Washington... They didn't have, like, a logger protest during the Seattle... They didn't have that much logging. Like in the beginning, I, I think that's interesting. The loggers footage because that's real. Uh, yes, it, it is, yeah. and it was from Indi uh What did I say? Oregon. No. Oregon. No. It was from. Was it, it was Idaho, Indiana? North Fork, Clearwater River. What did I say? You said. <laughs> I said New Jersey. Okay, now we're meeting the sun and. Francis Farmer, daughter Lata, will meet the son too. Oh, no. Oh. Awkward. Ooh. I have an extra ticket to the love boat if you would like to go. Uh, if I could bring very down. subtle. It's directed very well. Watch when they meet. <clears throat> he doesn't have a chance to really get acquainted with him. And she's a great actress the way you can see it in her face. Look, he looks, he looks. And then she's like, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. holy Haba -huba. cow. Yeah. You are uh, the most dangerous game. That guy, but handsome. Yeah. Aren't you the most dangerous game guy? Hello. No, <laughs> no, come here. Come here. Get away from him. Get away. 